You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast designed to give you everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast, sponsored by the University of Law. It's going to be a short introduction for this episode because there is a lot to get through. We're going to be talking about key skills and how to demonstrate them in legal applications. And to do this, I spoke to Simranjit Kaurman, who is our LCN vlogger and a future trainee solicitor. We ran through some key skills you need to be putting into your applications and how Simran spoke about them in her law firm applications. And we also chatted about the differences between showing off and being clear and using legal and non-legal work experience. We hope you enjoy. Hi, Simran. Thank you very much for coming on the Law Chris Net podcast. Would you like to start by introducing yourself? Hey, Beth. Thanks for having me on. Um, hey, everyone. My name is Simranjit Kaurman, um, or Simran, and I am a future trainee solicitor for a UK top 20 law firm. I'm soon to be starting my training contract in a couple of weeks now. And essentially, I am a YouTuber. I make videos um, helping aspiring solicitors and also just vlogging my journey to becoming a trainee solicitor and a solicitor and beyond. In the process, I graduated from the University of Bristol in 2018 with a law degree. Uh, since then, I paralegaled for about a year, faced many rejections obstacles along the way in the process which I'm still I'm sure I'll talk about in the rest of this podcast and yeah since then I received kind of three training contract offers and used that experience to provide advice as I said on my YouTube channel and Instagram page but yeah I'm excited to speak about my thoughts on this podcast and today we're going to be talking about key skills and how candidates and students can kind of think about the key skills that they need to put into applications, find evidence and examples of having those key skills, and then kind of how to demonstrate them on application forms. And as you said, you've made a few applications <laughs> in your time <laughs> and <laughs> throughout your processes. So um, you'll be a great person to um, kind of talk to us about this today. So first of all, we have a few key skills um, at Law Quiznet that we've like identified that students should be covering in their applications in their legal applications. Now, just to kind of give a caveat, these are, we're talking here mainly about law firm applications. So this is kind of talking about the solicitor route. But of course, if you are going down the barrister route, or, you know, if you're doing another kind of legal career, all of these skills should also be ticked off. So it's kind of if you're making a legal application as a whole, these skills should be covered, whatever uh, kind of job you're going into. So I guess what we can do is start off by going through these key skills that we have. And perhaps Simran, you can kind of talk about how you demonstrated them and how students can kind of show their uh, experience experiences of through these key skills so the first one I've got is communication I think with communication skills obviously when you are talking about key skills it's important in your applications should you should it's re- if it's relevant to the question and if you've got the word count but to actually mention why it's relevant to the career of a solicitor so you understand what the firm is looking for and why they want that in their trainee solicitors so with communication skills of course it's good to have good communication skills both orally and also written because it means that you're talking in a concise manner people understand what you're saying you're able to break down key legal concepts which can sometimes be quite complicated but you're able to break it down for people who are not as familiar in the legal they're not as familiar with legal terms there are times when I showed my communication skills for example um, when I was a legal advisor in my pro bono clinic Um, a key thing to mention here is I didn't just say oh because I was an advisor in a pro bono clinic that's how I showed my communication skills I was quite specific with my examples so 
I talked about a time, for example, where there was someone in the clinic who was visibly very, very distressed. Um, they were quite concerned about their case. And my communication skills really came into play here. I talked to my application about how I spoke in a calm tone. I spoke empathetically. I did things like offer tissue. So I left the room, gave them a bit of space as well, and then came back when they'd calmed down a little bit as well, gave them tissues, um, explained things in a really kind of clear and concise manner, but also provided them alternatives as well. Because at the end of the day, I had to break them quite bad news that the case wasn't going to be successful. But even though I had to do that, I still kind of backed that up with some alternatives to try and alleviate the pressure and the concern on them. Um, so that's one example of how I kind of showed my communication skills from an oral perspective in uh, my applications and in, from a written perspective as well. In that same role, I had to provide letters of advice. So after every meeting, I always promised the client that I would provide them a letter summarizing everything that we talked about. I guess it just goes to show that if they didn't understand anything that I communicated to them in person, at least they had that written evidence there in writing. And I think part of communication skills as well is making yourself approachable. So I'd always say at the end, if you've got any questions, here's my number, here's my email address. Um, I would write that on a separate piece of paper for them so that they would keep that handy. And that's the extra things that I did to just to just go and show that I was approachable and I was approachable in my communication approach, if that makes sense. Yes. And I think what you've done there is really great. At the beginning, you've identified uh, a few things that we can kind of carry out throughout this conversation, which is A, yeah. talk about why that skill is important. Uh, if you don't have an understanding of why you're going to be needing to use communication or, you know, we're going to go through the other skills, teamwork or commercial awareness or accuracy and attention to detail, for example, if, you're, if you don't understand why that's important, then you're kind of missing a trick. You really should say, okay, teamwork or communication, for example, is really important when you work uh, as a solicitor because X, Y, and Z. And that shows you really understand the role that, you, that you're hoping to, to, to become or the job that you're hoping to do. Uh, so that's really important. Secondly, uh, I love that you said about being specific. So I give a lot of presentations to students about making good applications. And I always say, you cannot say you have a skill without evidence. And I think you took it even further. You said, there's no point saying, you know, I showed communication doing, you know, in this role, you have to say in this role, doing X, Y, and Z, and be really specific and kind of draw out those examples. Because, you know, applications are all about evidence uh, and you have to really prove to the person that's reading the application form that you actually do have that experience. So thank you so much for sharing those examples. Uh, and also just to say that communication, you know, the best way to, to prove communication or to show that you have good communication skills is gonna be, first of all, a great application form, well-written, mm -hmm. concise, articulate. And also I think students and candidates really can demonstrate their communication throughout the whole recruitment process as well. And, you know, if, you, if you're at an interview or even just how you email the recruiter or how you interact with uh, law firm representatives at networking events or open days or assessment centers, you know, showing that you are professional and polite uh, and that sort of thing. So uh, there's many ways that you can demonstrate communication. And thank you for that example. We have teamwork and leadership. Uh, so I mean, kind of as kind of both sides there, being in a team and then also being able to lead a team. What, how did you show that in your application forms? I actually talked about my team working skills from a non-legal perspective, because I think that was the perspective that showed me off best as a good team worker and a good leader. And this was when I was the president of my university Punjabi society. Um, I created, well, I, I didn't create it, but I helped create it with um, a committee of other people. So I was, I was part of that founding committee. And I guess one of the ways in which I showed team working skills as a leader and as a president was actually recognizing that every team member was a valued person in the team. And 
this was actually one of my weaknesses at first I used to actually really struggle with delegating tasks I was that kind of person where I was like you know what I'll do it myself and it just put a lot of pressure on myself but also it meant that I was quite selfish in return and it meant that people were not actually getting the most out of their role and they weren't learning so after I'd learned that lesson after a couple of weeks um, in my application, I'll talk about how I persuaded someone to become a treasurer because albeit he had no experience in accounting or budgeting, he wanted to gain that experience and actually it really helped him with his internships later on to talk about in interviews. So I gave him a bit of a chance there and I was like, you know what, why don't you be the treasurer of our society because it's clearly something that albeit you don't have experience and you have a clear interest in. And it just went to show that he did that role really, really well. And I linked that back to teamwork by saying that I understood the key strengths and interests of my team members and delegated tasks accordingly in that way, rather than just doing it in an authoritative manner where I'd be like, okay, because you're a secretary, you're doing that. I didn't want to kind of be that kind of leader or kind of be that team leader, a team player either. So I always kind of did tasks that played to people's strengths, but also I always made myself approachable as well. There were times, for example, where my committee members didn't really understand what was required of them. So I was always there to be like, if you've got any questions, just let me know. I was always clear in providing deadlines as well. I expect this to be done by this date. If not, it's okay. Let me know and we can work towards it together. There were also times in a team where I had to go beyond my role. For example, one of the social secretaries in my team was ill. So I took her responsibilities on and on top of mine. Um, and it's just about being kind of a bit compromising in the team as well and understanding that not everyone's going to be able to bring their A game all the time for personal reasons, because they're ill, etc. So or they've got uni assignments. Um, so I was always kind of aware of that. And I always didn't kind of say, oh, well, you know, you signed up for this role, so you have to do it. I didn't really want to be like that. So I guess that's how I kind of showed my team working skills um, in my application. I think that's a really great example that loads of people are going to be able to relate to because it doesn't have to be legal related for this. It could be, you know, working in a society. You don't even have to be president. You could just have a kind of position of authority or just be in the committee um, or uni uh, presentations, group presentations. Everybody has to do those or even working, for example, in a part time job and you work in a team or volunteering and you're working in a team like everybody has worked some, at some point in a team. So it's just kind of showing that you can compromise, as you said, or pull in the same weight. Uh, pull in the same way sorry as uh, people on your team and in terms of leadership you gave really good examples there you know you don't have to say hey I'm the CEO of a big company I am the leader Uh, it's a lot more about compromising perhaps those soft skills of of realizing what people need delegating to them Um, yeah really great examples for that one Next up, we have accuracy and attention to detail. Um, Hopefully most law students know or aspiring lawyers know why this is so important um, to becoming a lawyer. But how do you you demonstrate that in an application form? I mean, I can tell you a time when I didn't and it actually (laughs) didn't go in my favour at all. I mentioned the wrong firm in the application and then in the interview, the interviewer asked me, I talk about this in one of my YouTube videos, but the interviewer asked me also, do you produce high quality work? I was like, yeah, of course I do. You know, I'm here. (laughs) Of course I was going to like flaunt a little bit, but um and then she was like, oh, well, in your application, you've mentioned the wrong firm. Um, and I literally wanted to like dig myself a hole and just hide away forever. So if that's one thing about attention to detail that I learned from then, I definitely learned it in that interview. And since then, I've been trying to implement it. Well, definitely been implementing it in all my applications since then. So that was an example of when I didn't. Obviously, I'd, obviously, I didn't talk about them in my applications. That would have been a failure. But um, <laughs> uh, what I did was actually for showing attention to detail, 
I talked about my paralegal experience here. Um, when I was an insolvency paralegal, I was given a lot of responsibilities, a lot of drafting, um, a lot of drafting of legal documents. And at first, I wasn't that great at it. But the one thing that I think really helped me with improving my accuracy and attention to detail was taking on constructive criticism. Um, one of my associates, she was quite strict in the team, I'm not going to lie, but I really, really admired the fact that she would always, always have comments to make about my writing and I think part of being or part of having good attention to detail and good accuracy is actually being able to take on good feedback and when I was able to take on that feedback near the end of my paralegal role I was able to write in such a way that she barely had any comments to make about my letters or my witness statements and also I think attention to detail I think one reason why it's really important for example I was drafting witness statements and if I got a detail wrong if I got a date wrong for example if I got the case number wrong that could literally mean our whole case is literally thrown out in court um so i didn't want to i didn't want to risk that so i think part of accuracy and attention to detail that i mentioned in my applications is recognizing why it was important like we've talked about for the communication skills and also having that little pressure in the back of your head well if this isn't right that could lead to this that could lead to that having that wider understanding of the implications of if you don't write accurately i think that kind of put pressure on me a good kind of pressure i guess to actually pay attention. Another thing I'll talk about in my applications uh, when I was drafting written witness statements, for example, is I'd always say how much I proofread my applications. Sometimes I would print out um, the witness statement and annotate it because I felt like reading off a paper instead of a screen um, was helpful for me in terms of improving my accuracy. Also, other things that I did was I reviewed other people's works in other teams as well, just to kind of note their writing style, um, really note kind of how they went about writing things so I could learn from them as well. So I think that's how I kind of talked about my accuracy and attention to detail more so rather than just saying oh I have attention to detail or whatever um, I just talked about how I learned from other people to ensure that my writing was accurate if that makes sense. Yeah, those are great examples. And again, it's about showing that wide understanding of why it's so important. This is mm. such a key part of, of yeah. being a lawyer, a solicitor or barrister or whatever. It's just so important. So I think A, kind of demonstration that you know why it's important. B, having some examples, whether that's, you know, previous work in a legal environment or even in an office environment or even, you know, doing uni work if you're proofreading or checking other people's work, that sort of thing. And of course, having a perfect application form, no mistakes. You know, I, I'm really glad you shared about putting the wrong firm name because I hear that so many times, A, from students who've realized they've made that mistake and B, from recruiters, because guess what? It happens so much. Yeah. Having an absolutely perfect application form, you know, perfect grammar, perfect spelling. Um, there's so many tips, you know, we could give you, you know, not abbreviating the firm into a random abbreviation that it's not, uh, mm -hmm. making sure you're consistent with your punctuation and, and grammar and spelling. I mean, as someone who reads applications for our Law Cruise Night Live conferences, I am very, very turned off an application when I see a mistake uh, and I think oh they obviously haven't put enough time or yeah. effort into it so recruiters will definitely feel the same so definitely just having an amazing application is good proof of that as well. Now we're coming on to the difficult one, which um, is a lot of students have questions about. And it, first of all, to say we have a whole, uh, our previous podcast episode was all about commercial awareness. But mm. commercial awareness, how do you talk about this in application forms? And how do you demonstrate it? What's, what previous experiences and work experience can you talk about that proves you are commercially aware? This is a tricky one and I definitely get why it's tricky because commercial awareness in itself is seen as kind of this buzzword that is so kind of difficult to achieve when really it isn't. It's just about having an interest in about the world around you and business world. That's kind of how I simplified it when I was in the process. In terms of showing commercial awareness, of course, you can get questions in applications where they literally say, tell us about a recent news story. That's your time to shine about commercial awareness and talk about that. When it came to those kind of questions, um, those kind of questions, they were more so kind of 
they would say why tell us about a recent news story but there was always a second part to the question like why did it interest you or how does it relate to the firm so I always talked about the news story quite not briefly but I would only dedicate a couple of lines to it and then the second part of the answer so why did it interest me or how does it relate to the firm I dedicated a lot more time to that part of the answer um so I'll talk about in terms of why it interested me I would link it back to previous work experiences I could link it back to a uh what could I link it back to a, a recent module that I studied at university so I did for example a module at university called corporate law simulation um this is where we were in a simulated environment acting as if we were the buyers or the, acting for the buyers or sellers on both sides of a deal so I'll talk about that whenever I'd read a deal for example that really interested me I'd link it back to that module that I studied to show why I was interested in that in that story in the first place um and also in terms of how it relates to the firm you know you can talk about several things here and it kind of incorporates your knowledge of the firm and how law firms operate which I do believe falls part of commercial commercial awareness so things like relating it back to the team or any initiatives that the firm has done any statistics about the legal career kind of that's how I'd link the story back to the firm and why it's relevant to them of course there are application forms that don't ask about that question tell us about recent um, a new a recent news story and of course there you still want to kind of display commercial awareness so one way in which I did this sometimes you'd get questions like tell us some skills that you could bring to the firm and that's where I would mainly talk about commercial awareness sometimes and here I actually linked it back to a non-legal work experience that I did I did an internship at EY a big for accounting firm and this was a kind of tax internship had links to law in some respects but not really and here uh, you might think oh, how did I even link this back to commercial awareness but for some of the tasks that I did I had to read a lot around tax law I had to read a lot around kind of mergers and acquisitions how parent companies work how subsidiaries work and then I would use that in my application and say look I'm not just someone who reads the financial times and that's it I actively pursue work experiences that allow me to gain a wider understanding of how companies and businesses operate and that's what I talked about in my application I think that's what made me kind of stand out because I wasn't someone who said oh I enjoy reading these sources blah 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 I actually practically went out and gained experience in that in my recent um, YouTube video um, where I'm analyzing my successful applications I'm talking about a recent news story that I read um, and here instead of linking it back to kind of like my experiences and what I did I actually kind of mentioned my own opinion as well about what I thought would happen in the future it was basically about this um failed auditing of uh, a cafe chain and I basically kind of said well I'm, I'm surprised that only this number of people were arrested I expect more people to be arrested in the future for this kind of issue um, and I also talked about how the big four were under fire for their uh, auditing and I linked it back to another news story so that's one thing that you can do as well to show commercial awareness if you are talking about a recent news story you can link it to other stories and also provide your own personal opinion as well uh, just goes to show that you're not taking the article at face value you're actually engaging in it and yeah sharing that commercial awareness which they're looking for thank you for sharing that and I think you raised two really important points there that I want to kind of talk about too which yeah. is a non-law work experience used to show commercial awareness and b keeping it personal so you kind of demonstrated there how you can talk about kind of commercial awareness uh kind of as, as a term and how you can talk about what you're going to bring to the firm and all of that but actually a lot of students don't realize that you can really easily show commercial awareness on an application form by talking about part-time jobs by talking about previous non-law work experience that you have anytime that you've essentially worked in a business you know whether that's a restaurant a shop or whatever you have probably demonstrated commercial awareness whether that's you know uh negotiating with tricky customers 
customers, providing good customer service. If you have upsold in your job or you've kind of had targets to meet and you've, you've met those, you know, showing that you know how a business works on a very basic level and you know what that business motives and drivers are, that is commercial awareness. And that is a really good example. You know, you don't have to talk about, obviously, you, you know, you need to know what's going on in, in, in the industry and in, in the business world kind of more widely. But those smaller, yeah. kind of smaller scale examples are so good. I've spoken about this before, I'm sure on one of our other uh, podcast episodes about commercial awareness. But I am, if, if anyone who's listening wants to know more, I am actually going to write an article about this because I'm really passionate in students. You know, if you've, if you run your own business, if you sell things on Depop or Etsy or eBay, you know, that is, that is you using and showing and um, demonstrating commercial awareness every day on a very small scale. Um, and that's definitely something you should be shouting about in your application forms. And I've heard recruiters say the same thing. They said, okay, great. You've said this, but you haven't shown in your um, application that you, you know, worked at co-op for two years or mm-hmm. you worked at a pub while you were working, at, while you were studying at uni. So commercial awareness is to me, you know, the biggest scale, wider industry topics and how that relates to the law firm. But it's also on a smaller scale, how businesses work, remembering that law firms are business. And if you can kind of shrink that down and talk about it in a very relatable way to your own personal uh, life and your own personal work experience, that is a really good demonstration of commercial awareness. But as I said, we have a whole hub of law careers now. Um, and I'm sure I've spoken about this in a previous episode before. So do go back and listen to our previous episodes. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that our new podcast sponsor is the University of Law. What really sets a University of Law apart from other universities is their belief that students should learn in a realistic, professional and contemporary context. They focus exclusively on practice-based training and give students access to their career service and jobs vacancy database as soon as they accept a place on a course. Through the pro bono programme, law students can hone their skills by working on real cases before they graduate. Find out more about studying at the University of Law with the link in the podcast description. Okay, so the last one we have on this no, by no means fight night list, but we've just picked a few is drive and determination, which I think is a very nebulous kind of thing to thing to demonstrate in an application form. And it might not be something that you can so easily, I guess, uh, show examples of. But how did you did you demonstrate this, Simran? How did you show your drive and determination when applying to law firms? Yeah, I did. Sometimes on application forms, they would have questions like tell us something or they would have something like I'm trying to remember that exact wording of the question. They would say something like, um, please feel free to include any information here that you feel is relevant and you haven't mentioned elsewhere in the application. That was that was the kind of questions where I would talk about my drive and determination, but also if there were any other points in your application where you feel like you can talk about it, of course, talk about it. For example, questions like, uh, what can you bring to the firm? What makes you stand out? What key skills do you have? That kind of thing. And I understand what you mean as well with driving determination at first being quite difficult to you know like think of an example how do I even show that for me personally I get a lot of questions about this and I actually think genuinely think about a personal example about where you've shown that where you know a time where you've actually felt properly tested or you've had obstacles because honestly everyone's had that you know you can't be a person who's been kind of like like spoon fed and had kind of like no obstacles in your life like even the queens had obstacles at some point in her life I bet so you know and she's like <laughs> like the family so like, of course you know you've you've definitely like um had those obstacles think about a time when you've had that and also just how you overcame that personally and of course everyone's got different ways of doing that for me um I talked about a, an example of basically when I uh, I quit working for the big four basically after two weeks it was a job that even though I loved working there in terms of the people in terms of the culture 
which I was something that I really liked. The actual work of accounting, I hated, and it had such a big effect on my mental health. It made me feel like, you know what, I've spent all my years like learning about you know I spent all my years educating right and you know working hard for exams and stuff like that for me to be in a career that I don't even enjoy it really really affected me and I thought you know what that's it I'm gonna (laughs) I've had enough of this I'm gonna leave and you know it's quite unheard of that someone leaves a comfortable salary a a, a good firm as well you know like the big four no one can you know not many people can say oh I work for the big four straight after uni that kind of thing um so leaving university no sorry leaving the firm after two weeks and then securing a paralegal role that was my salary basically cut in half and moving to a completely new city where I had no friends and family it was a very kind of lonely process but my drive and determination to actually pursue a legal career was what push me here and I think that's what I really talked about in my applications I said look you know I could have settled for a comfortable salary even though I hated the work that I did I didn't settle for that and my drive and determination to actually have a legal career was what pushed me through and it pushed me through those moments where for example I was feeling really alone in my flat in Birmingham because I didn't know anyone didn't have any friends or like support system all those times where I was getting those rejections where I was like you know what this career is even so uncertain for me I don't even know whether I'll even get there or not so I talked about on my application it was it's a very kind of specific thing and it's also something that's very unique to me Um, and I think a lot of candidates ask things like you know how does that make how can you make yourself stand out in applications and actually providing examples of a time where you've shown drive and determination can do that because your experiences are unique to you um, obviously the example that I've given not any not everyone can give that kind of example right and the same with you and your obstacles that you faced in your life those are unique to you so I think that's how I'd kind of go about answering that question really kind of tap into a time where you have faced a genuine obstacle yeah, there's definitely no blanket answer for this one. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's important to remember as well that you are pursuing a career as a lawyer. Uh, if you're going down the solicitor or barrister path or which, whichever path, we know how competitive it is. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, just talking about, you know, bouncing back after a job rejection, you know, even I'd say even the fact that you are pursuing this career shows your drive and determination because it is so competitive and difficult. And um, I'd also say just another point, which, you know, I know we are all going through the pandemic and perhaps, you know, every application could talk about how difficult it is but even just recognizing that if you are you know right now persisting and making these applications and while everything is difficult you are still trying to pursue your legal career and you know reach your dreams that does also show drive and determination although I would caveat that by saying if everyone spoke about the pandemic on the application form it sets everybody back to zero because everyone will be doing the same but yeah I think definitely keep it personal to you you know tell tell a story that um yeah show shows let your personality shine through um and yeah showcase your drive and determination in a way that is personal to you I think that's a really good advice Hmm, so this is our list um we have um a feature on law quiz net which has a couple more but i'd say i mean what do you think did you keep these as a checklist in mind when you're applying to law firms because i always say that this should be you should be making sure every application you tick this off you tick this off Hmm. you tick this off because you know these really are the skills that all recruiters are looking to see and i think many of them if if they don't see evidence or you're talking about this in an application form it's an easy way to kind of put you in the no pile so did you try and cover all of these when you were making your application yeah no I think it is definitely important I I think every firm in my opinion in general terms does ask for this but one thing that I did I guess was instead of using like those terms in general terms I'd actually go on the firm's website I'd look at what qualities and skills they'd look for in the trainee solicitors and sometimes this is really blatantly obvious they would literally say these are the skills we're looking for in a trainee solicitor but other times it's not so obvious because you are sometimes you have to go on the firm's website and go on their about me section and say and for example the firm will say we're looking or we are individuals who work hard or we are individuals who 
collaborate, those kind of things. And those are the kind of signs that tell you, okay, they're looking for people who are hardworking, they work in a team, that kind of thing. So that's why researching the firm's website is the most important. That's the goldmine because that website tells you exactly what they're looking for in their trainee solicitors. And if they don't tell you that directly, they tell you via who we are like who we are as people, we're people who care about the environment, that kind of thing. So you can showcase those kind of elements in your application as well, just to take it one step further and not make it as generalized, because of course, those key skills like communication, teamwork, accuracy, etc., they are very, very important. But sometimes firms just word it in different ways. And also, the like, like I said about firms wording it in different ways, I've heard of firms, for example, they say that we're looking for trainee solicitors who are adaptive, resilient people, that kind of thing. So technically, you should be using those keywords in your application as well. So talk about you know like talk about an experience and be like this highlights my my, my resilience or my adaptation to or like sorry my adaptive nature to a particular situation that kind of thing so if you're using the same keywords as a firm's website and really showcasing that with examples then you can't go wrong but of course those key skills that firms look for of course you know those generalized ones that they de- they definitely are applicable to every firm I think that's such good advice. We always say that making an application is about linking you with the firm. And if you've actually yeah. gone on their website or, you know, hopefully a bit further research than that, but like, you know, you've spoken to people and you, you and you hear from the recruiters, the partners are, we're really looking for this type of person. I mean, not, you know, they're not looking for robots, but if they have these key skills that they're looking for, then you can show that you've done your research by demonstrating them. And I think also this also demonstrates, always say that making a law firm application is a really long process. And that's not just the writing of it. That's the research, that's the researching the firm, to researching the industry but having gone through all those points that we've spoken about those key skills it's also about researching yourself you really need to have all this evidence ready to go for your application so however you want to organize it however you want to do this you really have to reflect on yourself and what you've done and how you can demonstrate these skills before you even sit down and start writing an application I would say and whether that's you know you creating a spreadsheet of all your work experience and all the things that you've done and kind of matching them to the skills or just even having a record of everything that you've done is so important um to keep organized because you know it it, it is a bit of a checklist sometimes and you need to make sure that you have all these things ready to go to sprinkle throughout the application um when you start writing it so it is a very long process but a lot of that is just thinking about what you've done and how you can write it about it and how you can kind of show off which leads me on to my next question which was should you show off because I always have students saying to me oh I, I I want to talk about how great I am but should I show off and I say well hang on this whole application form is for you to show off because because recruiters don't want to be like drawing draw having to draw out the subtleties of who you are and why you're so amazing so what do you think Simran just show off and say how great you are you should show off but do it in a professional manner if that makes sense so it's a balance of both like you should show off you should talk about your achievements you should talk about why the firm should take you on you should talk about why you stand out that kind of thing but your language should reflect a way that isn't ott or you showing off in one of my old youtube videos where i'm literally roasting and like reacting to my bad applications that weren't successful for example i use language like oh i mastered the ability to communicate effectively (laughs) oh come on i did not master the ability to do anything like if i master the ability there's no need for me to get a training contract you might as well just promote me straight to an associate straight away like if i've definitely mastered that ability that kind of thing so that kind of ott language is what makes you go into that threshold of grad recruitment rolling their eyes and be like ah you know what this person is just low-key showing off a little bit here but you are still able there's a difference i guess i think it's that difference between confidence and arrogance if that makes sense like you are allowed to be confident in your applications but arrogance and applications in terms of your language and being a bit ott can come like rub across in the wrong way so yeah i'd say you know don't be afraid to show off your achievements don't hide away from showing how good you are and why you're a suitable candidate at the end of the day I thought of the application form as 
my way of showing everything I could to the firm. That was kind of like my chance, if that makes sense. And if I if I hid a certain element of myself because I thought, oh, you know what, I don't want to I don't want to appear like I'm showing off. I feel like I'd be selling myself selling myself too short. Um, so I still remained kind of like profesh- professional in how I talked about things. I talked about it in a very matter of fact manner and always backed it up with evidence to show that um, rather than just using OTT language like that. <laughs> I guess it's, you're right. It's the difference between showing off but also just showing clearly. And I think that's maybe yeah. where, where that middle ground between not being arrogant and yeah, I'm amazing. Why wouldn't you want to hire me? <laughs> but yeah. being like, hey, I've done the research. I've thought about why I'm going to be so good. Here it is all laid out nicely and clearly and very articulately and concisely. Uh, so that, you know, I mean, just so recruiters don't have to be like digging and all, you know, just kind of having to <laughs> swim through your application to try and work out what, what you're actually trying to say. Being very clear and concise is, um, I guess, a very important part of, of making a good application so while we've got you one last question about making applications which is what do you wish you could have told yourself while you're making applications that you know now I think one thing I wish I knew while I was writing my applications was understanding that this is the application that could make it you know and I eliminating those kind of what if thoughts or this isn't good enough or they won't accept me that kind of thing once I started ignoring those little thoughts that I had in my head and just powered through wrote the application to the best of my ability um, that's when I started doing well as well and I think with applications as well one thing I wish I told myself earlier is copying and pasting doesn't work it honestly does not work if you're copying and pasting sections of applications for like between firms and I wish I knew that sooner because ultimately I feel like once I actually started rewriting sections it's okay to use the same examples it's okay to you know talk about similar things that cropped up because of course you know those are your experiences and you can't have unique examples every single time instead of actually copying and pasting them from an old application you did instead of like instead instead just rewriting that section it really really helped in just bearing in mind what the question was and also just making it relevant to the firm so that's one thing I definitely say that I wish I knew when I was writing my applications and I guess in terms of like a general point about the process itself um with hard work you will get there and it's just a matter of time and when it comes to writing applications every single small improvement that you make is compounding towards making a better application in the end so even if you're you're working on your writing style or you're working on how to write more concisely or how to relate your answers to the question that taking that time to actually invest into those elements can really help in improving your overall application and it all adds up at the end of the day and you will see that and I guarantee it you will see that invitation to the next stage once you've started self-improving and reviewing those little elements. Thank you so much that's been so so useful to chat to you today. Thank you yeah no thank you for having me on I've had a lot of fun. Thank you so much to Simran for being so honest in talking about her applications. I think it was really useful to hear these specific examples and hopefully it's inspired you all to make excellent applications too and to cover all those key skills with evidence. Don't forget to check out Simran's videos for Law Careers Net. They're on our YouTube channel and LCM and make sure to follow Simran on social media. That's all from us this month. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.